0: Sport to song. Boxing podcast. Seconds out.
1: And welcome to round eight of Sport Desong Boxing Podcast. I'm Alex LaBox from Twitter Boxing. And also my co-host is Boxing Shrew. Rob, Rob, how are you this week in round
0: eight of Sport D-Song? Good, mate. Big one this week.
1: Indeed it is. There is a massive elephant in the room. And of course, it is Alexander Usyk versus Anthony Joshua in saudi arabia jeddah this saturday um rage on the red sea they're calling it and it's certainly going to be that isn't it rob
0: yeah yeah someone i can't remember who it was but someone come up with um the name uh all the cheddar and jeddah which i thought was what much better <laughs> cheddar and jeddah like it yeah
1: but um yeah we are going to come on to that very shortly and discuss uh, all the points of that fight uh, the promos building up to it as well but just to start with that have, have you seen Yusick and his four coin trick and catching four coins all at once have you yeah, seen it? do
0: you know what I know he's done it before in the, um, in the build up to other fights and I, I don't think I've ever seen him do it with four. it's a good party trick isn't it well there we
1: go I mean I, and to promo a boxing fight what a better way than a coin trick like a drunk uncle at a barbecue isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> it, is, um, it is. yeah so we've got Yusik doing coin tricks in the, in the ring uh, build up to promos we're in, also in the news uh, fresh off the news We've got Lomachenko is back from war. The tragedy of war in the Ukraine. Uh, Lomachenko, I believe, is in the US now, Rob, and he's uh, he's gearing up to come back, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I saw it. To be honest, I've just got back from work. I've seen the headline, but he's back, um, which is it's just good for the sport, isn't it? And and good for that division as well. Um, a lot of people still consider him the the best lightweight in that division, even though he doesn't hold a single belt. So yeah. um, I think this is the beginning of his mission to uh, get the belts back.
1: Yeah, and, and it could be a fascinating journey to watch because you know we all know how much skill he has and you know what, what danger he is in that division, so yeah, it, it really is. Um, it's great to see him back into boxing, isn't it? And away from that tragic, tragic war that's uh, still going on,
0: yeah. Utah, Same with similar to Usyk, isn't it? Um, it's uh, it'd be very, I mean, I, I know we'll go into it, but it'd be very interesting to see if that's a distraction or a motivation as well, so um, yeah. Good to see him back, bro.
1: Yeah, another um a point in the news is that um, Whitaker, yeah, um,
0: is
1: is fighting on the undercard, Usyk versus AJ. It, it looks likely that um, uh, Matchroom are, go- are really going to oh, Sky, sorry, are really going to push him now, aren't they? And it's uh, it's good to see after his first outing, he looked very very good. I think we spoke about him in the last podcast, but it's good to see him out and about. It's, I think it will be second second fight in a month, but. Yeah. You know, it's it's all learning and it's getting them under the lights, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's brilliant exposure as well. To, for your second fight to be on the undercard of a, such a big event. Um, uh, funny, I actually met Ben Whitaker the other week. Um, I was at the uh, the boxing at the Commonwealth Games, and um, he was walking in as I was walking out um, for the next oh, session. I mean, and I um, tell yeah. you what, though, looks can be looks and um, public persona can be deceiving. He was completely different to how he is on the TV. He was he was he wasn't cocky. Do you know he had time for absolutely everybody? He was he was a proper gent, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I think it just shows you with boxing um, in, in general, it's that sort of, it's that sport, isn't it? You've got yeah. to be the showman. And I, I think we touched on Ben Whittaker last week and we, we both sort of spoke contrastingly about his, his style and how he boxes and... The that showboating. Show, yeah. That showboating in the ring. And, and, you know, I think I said I was quite a fan of it, but... I think there's a place for it in boxing. Um, yeah, not always everyone's cup of tea. But like you said, yeah, says... I think
0: I think my uh, my comments on that got lost in translation a bit as well. A few people messaged after saying, "Oh, you're not like Ben Whittaker then." I thought, well, "No, I, I really like Ben Whittaker. I just um, and I like showboating. I mean, some of the best, some of my favourite fighters have have been um, you know big showboaters. But I didn't like the fact he did it on his debut against a guy with a poor record, and he was taking the piss out of him. That was yeah.
1: That's it. i think we made those points um there's there's a slight bit of news i don't know what truth it holds that uh jamal charlo is is calling out canelo i mean what, what what's going on there i mean um charlo did look good in his last fight didn't he but it's join, uh, join the queue yeah i think you're right in that i think uh, obviously canelo is still the big Paul. i think we're going to we're going to talk about uh canelo and triple g a little later in the podcast but um i think i, I think you take that with a pinch of salt don't you i think ev- up everyone up
0: yeah. I and mean, he's going to need opponents eventually isn't he once he's um once he's got triple g out of the way and if it goes the way we all think it is and he and he wins that then you'd imagine he'd he'd go into the Bivol rematch so um, it's going to be a while for not just charlo for anybody um who who fancies a crack at him to be honest but um it doesn't surprise me that he's calling him out even though he's you know he's a very good fighter and he's done you know, amazing things himself it just shows Canelo is the cash car isn't he um, yeah. And everyone wants a bit
1: Yeah, I think you're right at the moment. He is still that sort of superstar at the top of the sport. You know, whether or not you look at pound for pound, you know, in in terms of cash revenue, I think um, Eddie Hearn was saying it last week. You know, you just can't beat Canelo for pay-per-view buys. So,
0: Um,
1: and, And then the final news, and it's not new news. However, it is a second take at retirement from... Tyson second. second yeah well it appears he, he, you know <laughs> he, he may have come back at some stage and he's uh he's now announced his retirement again i and... wish him um,
0: i wish he'd announced his own retirement for us to be prepared for another announcement
1: yeah and and he's also vacated the uh ring magazine belt i believe yeah it's um... on
0: the line this weekend oh is it really yeah they've put it on the line this weekend but Tyson Fury's a very clever man um and um i made a point the, the other day that um he's giving up the ring magazine. Um, which goes into the the pot this weekend. But he's not giving up the WBC, which, you know, it's... um, And you've got to remember, if uh, whoever wins this weekend, if they fight Fury anyway, the the Ring magazine will be on the line anyway. So he's been very cute about it. And keeping that WBC just gives him some leverage. Um, And the WBC have given him two weeks to make a decision on the WBC belt. And I think that's very convenient with the, the fight this weekend to see how that pans out.
1: But are we not just a bit bored of it all now,
0: though, Rob? I mean, I've been bored of it for ages.
1: I'm not being funny, and someone mentioned it on Twitter the other week, and that that they said, you know, Tyson Fury fight week, all well and good. We love it. We love seeing him dressed up in Batman suits, you know, and running around and being the clown. It's great fun. It's entertaining, and it pulls a crowd in for boxing. So I'm I'm in favour of it. But he's not fighting. He's announcing his retirement. He's almost trying to take the shine off of Usyk uh, AJ it's just
0: that's exactly it he always he's done it before on Joshua fight weeks and and other big fight weeks just trying to keep his name relevant which is ridiculous he's you know for me he's the best heavyweight in the world he doesn't need to stay relevant you know on on social media every day but um yeah i think even Chisora today um, there was um, an interview is his friend and he said that it just he's he's bored of the bullshit he said and yeah. um i couldn't agree more
1: yeah, indeed. Um, so um, moving on from the boxing news, Worlds, we are going to go on to that super fight, which is taking place in Saudi Arabia, Arabia Jeddah. Um, it's Alexander Usyk versus Anthony Joshua for the WBA, IBF, WBO, IBO world title. And, and ring, that, magazine. That ring Magazine. Ring <laughs> Magazine heavyweight belt comes on the line as well. Um, I mean what are we gonna where are we gonna start with this do we start with what we think is gonna happen or sure yeah I mean what what we have spoken about it before but fight week it takes on a different course doesn't it because it can't you, get, be, uh... you, you you get a chance to look at how they're you know what they're looking like their actual weight and what they're saying in interviews it does start to sort of um turn the tide a little bit but what are you still firmly in the USIC uh in terms of uh, what's the outcome of the fight?
0: Yeah, you made a good point there, but in terms of the outcome, I mean, I am (laughs) teamed AJ all the way this weekend. Nothing would please me more than him to spark Usyk out. And again, that's no hate on Usyk, really like him, but, you know, AJ's a Brit and I've I've always been a a fan of, you know, going with the Brits and... um, some people, you know, will go with their favourite fighters. We don't have to back the Brit, but for me, it's AJ all, all the way. But um, what my head and my heart are saying are completely different things. Though um, I know you're you're firmly in the AJ camp on both sides, aren't you?
1: Well, I mean, there's one thing I'm not going to do, Rob, and that I'm not going to get caught up or embroiled in that argument of he's a home fighter, therefore we should back him. I think it's I think it's boring. I, yeah. I think it's I think it's deliberate. Um, I think it raises. A hollow debate about boxing because bo- essentially boxing is a sport and it's great fun and we enjoy it as fans. So um, regardless of where the person comes from, it, it shouldn't really come into account. Agreed. Um, and and yeah, and I go back to your original point. Of course, you know I I, I back Anthony Joshua on, on because I believe he has got the credentials to go in there and take Usyk out. Of course he can. And 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 not. On a boxing front, I, I think it's purely just, you know, the heavyweight decision, uh, division, the size of uh, Joshua. I think if he gets it right within those first six rounds, he can take out the the smaller guy. And we said this all in the first fight. I know that. But, you know, he, he's got a second bite of the cherry now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people, I, I think Eddie Hearn was saying this week, he fully expects an explosive, strong, you know, busy Anthony Joshua, almost a sort of flip side to what we saw in the first fight. And I think if Joshua brings that, Usyk could, could, and it's big could, could be in trouble.
0: Yeah. And that's, it's about to be if, isn't it? Um, I've, I've said, I've said like for a while that I think, yeah, everyone knows he needs to be more aggressive, Joshua. I mean that if he goes out there and tries to um, box Usyk again, then that's the most stupid tactic I'll have ever seen in a boxing ring after the first fight. Mm. Um, I just think AJ's got six or seven rounds to win this fight, and Usyk has twelve um, because AJ is going to ha- he's going to have to be careful, but he is going to have to be much more aggressive. And for me, I mean, I keep comparing it to the, the last fight because that's all we can work on. But yeah, AJ was. He was fucked, wasn't he? By the end of the round 12, he was absolutely done by Usyk's pressure, the footwork, the head movement. And you've got to remember, Joshua didn't put half the pressure on Usyk in the first fight that he's going to need to this weekend. And he was yeah. fucked after 12 rounds without applying that pressure. So... Add that into the mix, and I think he's going to get tired a lot earlier, and that's going to put a lot of pressure on AJ to get him out there early. Because, um, funny, D- Dylan Chima said last week, didn't he? It's going to be a long night for Joshua if, if the risk doesn't pay off early doors,
1: yeah. And 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 I think you've got it spot on. I, I and you know, coming from a, a team AJ, AJ camp, I, I think they're going to be fully aware that if this pushes on past six rounds, you know. AJ is going to be fighting a, a loss there because we, we all know what, what Alexandr Usyk can do in a boxing ring. He's so familiar with it. His foot movement is second to none. It's almost mesmerising just watching it, let alone yeah. trying to box him and fight him in the ring, you know? Yeah. So um, we all know what Usyk can do. Um, they're, they're obviously, they're, there's a massive weight towards Usyk winning this fight on points. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if... If that happened, but I'm going to go with my hunch. I've been saying it all along, Rob. So I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, hey, look, I, I, I'm not I, I, saying
0: I'm not saying Joshua can't win this fight. He, he absolutely yeah. can. Um, but he's got he's got a smaller margin for error than Usyk. That's all I think. I Absolutely
1: agree with you, and it's a very valid point. Do
0: you think um, Do you think AJ can win on points at all? Because I, I just do not see that. No, I, I,
1: I, I don't think he can. I, I think if we look back to the first fight, I think we saw what Yusek does in, in a boxing ring. He's, he's not afraid to to trade and square off. And his work is flashy. It looks good and it scores points. Mm. So I, I just think if, if you go in there fighting that with Yusek or certainly if you go past the six rounds and, you, and you're trying to sort of outpoint him, I just think you're going to end up on the losing end. By he can, ben, he's
0: going to be tired by then as well.
1: He he just counters so so well. He's got a great chin. So he's he's not afraid to to take a shot to get his own work his work rate in. So I I just think yeah, I think I think you're right in what you're saying. I, I don't think there's a chance Anthony Joshua can win us on points. I've
0: seen a few I, people online um worrying about some sort of screw job as well on the points, because if if, if somehow it is close, um just because um, the cards actually wrote down what the cards read after the first fight, and um, and one of the judges only had it one round between them, um, and if Joshua had won the last round, they'd have had a draw, which is just not the fight I've watched three or four times. Um, no, no, and I worry that if AJ does start well and you know picks up four or five of the first you know six rounds, that down a down a stretch. Um, I don't know. I, I personally don't think there'll be an issue with the scorecards on this one because I actually don't think it will go to points. I think it'll either be AJ first six or Usyk last six. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. The conspiracy theories have already started.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and I, I think with with boxing, as we've alluded to in the podcast, going back to a few fights I can think of, of oh, the obvious one Taylor C- uh, Catchwell, but you know, there there has been a few cards this year where you've turned your head and thought. Oh, hang about, you know, I didn't... I, what have I didn't, you seen? Yeah. yeah, what have you seen? And I I think what we have to do with boxing is we have to go into each fight with the belief that, you know, it's going to be fair and the judges are going to uh, score it, you know, based on, on merit and, mm. you know, a- a- actual, actually what they see in the ring. And it can be hard. And we've spoken about it before. I think we mentioned it with Liam O'Hare. And he mentioned the fact that, you know, what you see ringside can sometimes be completely different to what you see on the True. television set. And, and I, I think we are almost say that every week, but it's just so yeah. true, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I think the one thing that nobody is talking about, because everyone's talking about what Joshua <laughs> needs to do, how he needs to adapt his game plan. Nobody's talking about what Usyk is, is going to be doing. You know, Usyk's coming a little bit bigger. Um No one's talking about how he's going to adapt his game because he will know that um Joshua's going to come out firing. So I, I don't know. Everyone, I don't know. I don't think people are sleeping on Usik because a lot of people have him to win, but no one seems to be talking about, what he's going to be doing different as well, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's actually funny you mention that because I think it came out today and actually said, he said, you know, why is no one talking about me changing my game
0: plan? Ah, there we go then. Yeah, yeah, he
1: actually said that. He actually, you know, everyone's talking about AJ having this new master plan. And he said, well, what about me? He said, because I, I, maybe I've changed my game plan. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm going to do things different. You know, so it's. it's, I I think what happens with this one is, as you build up to the fight and fight weeks here, it just gets more and more fascinating, doesn't it? Uh, That the the, the tension builds, the boxers, you know, stop being all nice to each other. It's just it's going to be a fantastic event for boxing, isn't it? And. Um, I mean, the Saudi Arabia, uh, the Jeddah uh, arena, have if, if you seen it? If you, I don't know if you've been there, have you, Rob? But it's... Um, <laughs> no, I've
0: never been. I've no, never but been, I, so. I,
1: I think you mentioned about the atmosphere was, wasn't always as great, but... Oh, okay. um,
0: not in that arena, but um, what, I, what I found... Sorry, I misunderstood your point. Um, yeah the 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 few fights that come to mind that were in saudi was obviously the ruiz rematch um yeah. a couple of years ago and the final of the super series when callum smith beat george groves and yeah. the atmosphere was was terrible in both of them um I, I can't completely put my finger on it but i would imagine lack of that euphoric british support in the venue will be a factor because not everybody's going to travel out there. I know a few who have, but the majority of it will be, I would imagine local or from that region. Um, I hate to say it, but al- the lack of alcohol as well, um, not being served in that country and fair play, that's fair rules and people go there and respect it. But if you compare that to a, a full O2 you know, on a Saturday night at ten o'clock when everyone's had a few and the atmosphere is just unbelievable. And isn't you know it? what I'm
1: going to say, sweet Caroline. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that. Look, yeah, whatever.
0: Well, no, no, mate. I love it. I love it. But um, it's not the same when um, you've got twenty or thirty thousand sober people, is it? No, I know what you mean. So, um,
1: sport. This song, listeners, I'm sure you're aware. We're looking at Ringwalk ten thirty. And what one one question before we move on to the undercard for this fight is, what are we saying, Rob? Is this must win for AJ?
0: Um, in, in terms of what? In terms of um, him what getting is... another shot, or
1: I, I, I'm just saying, I'm thinking his career. Is it? Is it? Is it his career?
0: Must... Um, I, I don't think he'll hang him up if he loses to Usyk. Um. I think he'll always be a draw and where he's a draw, there'll always be money. Um, There's some massive fights as well um, for him as well. We don't have to have a belt on the line. Um, The Dillian White, you know, rematches there. Christ, but you can imagine Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. I mean, um, I, I don't need to see any belts on the line to enjoy that one. Um, but there's plenty of options. Um, he may hang them up, he's earned the money. It depends if the desire is still there, wouldn't it? What do you but
1: think? What, yeah, what you know, when you hear about Anthony Joshua and you hear him talking, it's all about legacy. It's all about, you know, he, he used to be talking about becoming world champion. And since he's held those belts, I there was a quote he came out and said that you know, it's not about the belts anymore, it's about um, securing a, a you know, a boxing legacy for myself. So, uh, if if that's you know his mindset now then like you said rob you know do we need to see belts on the line for an anthony joshua fight i mean you know possibly not like you said the Deontay
0: wilder fight massive
1: yeah and i mean do do we need to see dillian white and joshua too i mean i don't know i think it um I,
0: i think it would it would sell um 'Cause they don't particularly like each other and and the first fight, um, obviously before Joshua became champion was was very entertaining. I'll just throw names out there, really. Um yeah, yeah, but yeah. um I think as well, I mean this is his eleventh world title fight in a row. And um, you know, he's I think this would be his twenty-fifth or twenty-sixth fight. You know, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, you know, and,
1: and and then we still get people talking about his uh, resume, you know, who he's fought mm. and who he's gone up against. But it's you know, like like you said, that you know, he's eleventh. World title
0: fight, so it's, in a uh, row.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and he's <laughs> lost it twice. And if he goes and wins this weekend, he's, he's he's beaten he's beaten Well, he's um he's beaten everybody he's been in the ring with you know yeah. um so i i do think there's a lack i know it's easy to say lack of respect on aj's name when he sells out stadiums but i think you know certainly on social media the amount of um I, I won't go into the whole british thing but the amount of disrespect on on aj's name is is crazy in comparison to you know if you compare resumes i mean i'll use fury as an example he beat Walder a couple of times he beat Klitsch, the klitschko one was an amazing win but you know it, Joshua and Hearn would get absolutely hammered if um, Joshua was put in with like Tom Schwartz um, <laughs> and uh, Otto Wallin. Can you imagine the reaction if he got put in? But yeah. for some reason, Fury gets a bit of a free ride with that. But um, yeah, his resume is very, very good. Um, what do you think about if, if he beats Usyk this weekend, do you think that that puts him, do you think that betters the? the Fury results over Wilder? Because I've seen a few things. The reason I ask is because I saw an article about it today. Mm.
1: Um, I don't know. I I mean, I'm still, I I, I still believe that that those heavyweights who we've got at the the top of the uh, tree at the moment still need to get it on. You know, I I think Mm. Fury, whatever decision he's, has made him to retire is obviously is completely up to the man. You know, if, if he feels that he's done enough, but when you've still got, boxers like Anthony Joshua walking around fit, ready to fight. you got, you know, up-and-coming boxers coming through in the UK. Joyce Dubois. Yeah, you've got these, you know, why, you know, I I do question why now, unless he's looking at, you know, legacy, you know, going out on on, on a high. But for me, he leaves behind a very small vacuum of, uh, you know, sort of what-ifs,
0: I think he leaves a big question mark if he finishes now. Um,
1: I, I, I think so as well, and you know I think is it dodging Anthony Joshua and no, you, think, uh,
0: you
1: know partly... I don't think so
0: because I think he beats both. As I know, I slate Fury online because of the um, the retirement bollocks, but I, I I think he he'd beat he'd definitely beat Joshua in in a I don't know in a best of three. He'd definitely come out of that on top, um, and. I think he would beat Usyk because he's, he's just a bigger, better Usyk, isn't he? In my opinion. Um, so I, I don't know. I, none of these guys would avoid each other. It's it's politics comes into it as well.
1: And, you know, now we've got a massive cannon coming back into the mix with Deontay Wilde. I mean, you know, yeah. he's, you know, the, the potentially there's news that he's fighting uh, Robert Hellenius. That's come yeah. out recently. It's not, I don't know yeah. it has been concreted yet. Um,
0: he wants Ruiz, he, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, you know, and, and, and Deontay Wilder back in the mix again, you know, him coming up against Joshua Usyk again would be a fantastic fight. And we, we, we're going to talk about cliches later on, but, you know, styles make fights and, you know, putting Deontay Wilder in with someone like Yusick and Joshua is just, you know, fantastic for the sport of boxing, isn't it? Yeah. I agree. But, um, so, Rob, looking looking at the undercard for Usyk, AJ, I mean, what fights, we won't go through all of them and exhaust it, but what fights sort of take your fancy in there? Um the
0: is the Chief Support Smith or is it Hergovic? It's Her- Hergovic versus... And Zhang. Uh, Zhang. Yeah, Zhang, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. heavyweight. Belt, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, just because Hergovic is just so avoided and um, yeah. they've been trying to get someone for this um, IBF eliminator because uh, the winner is actually mandatory to the IBF belt that oh, Joshua and um, Usyk are fighting for, so they'll be in the queue for the winner basically. Um, oh, Hergovic, every time they were going down that list on who sh- who's the next ranked fighter that can go in with Hergovic as a final eliminator, no one wanted it because he's no. like he's one of the most feared heavyweights out there outside well, of the you know, champions l
1: um... animal as or animal if you want to say as as he is uh as he is known he he's on a roll at the moment isn't he i mean he's he's really going through opponents and if you watch how he boxes rob he is so rangy you mm. know he keeps his opponents at a distance and he is extremely powerful
0: i mean so aggressive you know he,
1: he I've, I've seen a few of his like one two combinations with that sort of and you know yeah i mean he's a I powerful like him.
0: Bloke. i like him he's just yeah he's, he's very awesome. avoided though so and as a result of that he's not really been tested yet so mm-hmm. um that's why i'm interested in this because um you know um zhang is a big old lump um yeah. and uh yeah. yeah, I'm sure him Zhang for Joshua in the uh, in the amateurs, but he's a big old lump and um, he can hit very very hard. And I don't see that fight going any more than three or four rounds. I just think whoever lands first will take the other one out.
1: Yeah, and and you, you know you've got to say hats off because you know looking down the list of the undercard, it's fantastic, isn't it? It's a yeah. really good undercard. Also on that, you've got the lightweight. Uh, battle, I think it might be an eliminator between Callum Smith and uh, Matthew Borderly. Is it
0: Borderly? Yeah, light heavyweight. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Is it how do you pronounce his surname? B- B- Borderly or pass? Yeah, pass. <laughs> there we go. We'll pass it. But, um, it, it, it's great to see Callum Smith. Callum Smith has quoted this week, Rob. He said he's a better fighter than when he was world champion now. So, you know, he, He's, he's still... gone up, hasn't
0: he? Um, yeah, but he he, had his... he's
1: still got that burning desire, hasn't he, to sort of uh, be seen as one of the world's best boxers, with a belt or without a belt.
0: Well, he's, he was... Yeah, I mean, he, he did very well at Super Middle before he had to move up because he was just too too big to to stay at Super Middle. Yeah. Um, it, the, the one thing with Callum Smith, for me, has always been in activity. He's never been out enough. I mean, the last time he fought was on the Joshua undercard on the, uh, on for the first fight. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, uh, the problem for, for Callum Smith, if he wants to become champion in a second division, is he's in just the worst possible division. Um, Bivol, Baturbiev, all of those guys. Um, and if if he wins on Saturday, I think he's mandatory for the winner of Peterbiev and probably Anthony Yard, if that fight gets confirmed as well. Wow. I mean,
1: I, I know a couple of podcasts uh, ago, we had a focus on the light heavyweights. If people want to yeah. listen back to that, we really went into depth in that division. And it's just a fantastic division with some real mouth-watering <laughs> bouts, isn't it, Rob? It's, yeah. uh, B- know, both, you, um, you...
0: both here, like British and Worlds, you know, um, stacked
1: yeah it is and, and and you've got some real exciting boxers in there as well and even the uh you know the uk's very own Boazzi, who, who had a good performance in his last fight and he's knocking on the door uh, with bivol. bivol isn't he i think i'm sure that fight's looking likely to be made isn't it
0: yeah i hope so there's been talk of bivol having to take a, a different route but um it'd be great if the back end of the year we could end up with bivol Boazzi and um Batur, Biev, and, and yard that i mean that would be fantastic yeah, it
1: would be absolutely amazing. Now, looking down this list, we've
0: got Ramla Ali, who's a
1: female boxer. She came out and yeah it's on, yeah. on the card, and she looks like she's got a great skill set, doesn't she? Yeah,
0: uh, and um, amazing. Yeah, I, d- I don't know much about her opponent, to be honest, <laughs> um, but I just think it's amazing that um, Saudi Arabia has a female fighter on, um, yeah. on, on the cards. Um, that's the first time that this will ever have happened, and... Um, I just think it, yeah, it's groundbreaking and, and she has sort of broken down a lot of barriers. And um, yeah, I, I I just think it's fantastic.
1: It is fantastic. And again, women's sport this year has gone through a fantastic transition. It's, It's been catapulted to the very forefront of, you know, a lot of sports, but especially boxing this year. We've seen some milestones that are just, you know... Absolutely fantastic, and you know, some of the fights we've got coming up, yeah, women's boxing, it just you know, they're just going to be so entertaining. So, it, it, going back to it, it's just fantastic. And again, with this one fighting in Saudi Arabia, Ramir Ali
0: is just it's fantastic. And but ba- Badu
1: Jack's back, I mean, what do we make of that, Rob?
0: Um, we haven't seen much of him for for a while. Um, I is mean, what, what, weight is he, what weight is he fighting? Is he at uh, cruiserweight, cru- now. cruiserweight now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, he's um. He's been in some brilliant fights over the years. Um, he's getting on a bit now and um, he's going to have to move quite quickly if he's going to sort of move towards, you know, the big fights at, at Cruiserweight as well. Um, yeah. There's some, probably some nice routes for him at Cruiser. Um, it's not the division it once was. Um So y- you just don't know. He's, like I say, inactivity again with him. Um So he could go in there on Saturday, look a million dollars or... Time may have passed him by and any struggles. Um I don't know, maybe we'll pick up with him on the next pod and see see where where we're looking at for him Yeah,
1: yeah. it might be worth seeing how he gets on. Um where do we want to go to next, Rob, on the podcast? What do we want to Um
0: at? well we haven't covered Ben and Eubank on the pod yet because I know we do it every other week and last week it all kicked off um with those guys, didn't it? Um, yeah. I know we've sorry, got very, sorry. very different opinions on this one and I don't think that's gonna change right away. No, night, so you
1: know, we got um Sporty sport this song, uh, listeners. We've got obviously this fight is huge in yeah. in in the UK, especially obviously owing to the you know the family feud. This 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 fight is with the Eubank um, and Ben sort of divide. Yeah. Um, is it the O2 Arena? I think all the tickets have sold out now, Rob, in, in, in vain. I think we tried in vain again for the tickets and uh... Yeah,
0: they um they sold out um on Saturday morning. So I, I had a right mission with those. 0 uh, O two <laughs> priority on the Thursday. They that allocation was sold out before I even got out the queue. Yeah. Um, and then the match room pass one on a Saturday. I mean, shout out to two lads actually, Will and Gary on Twitter, who yeah. um who couldn't use their match room passes on, on Friday. So so help me out to, to get one. So um yeah, I'm extremely grateful.
1: Fantastic. And that, that there we go, Twitter boxing. It, does have, it has its moments, doesn't it? There we go. But uh, I mean, for, for me personally, Rob, and if, if we're going to look at this fight uh, a little bit more closely, is you know, you've got Chris Eubank Jr., who mm-hmm. is coming down approximately two two weights. He's been fighting at super middle, hasn't he? Yeah, middle,
0: uh, super middle. He, you know, yeah. he's
1: 32 years of age now. He's coming down essentially what you would consider to be two weight classes at 157, which is a catch weight. And he said he's, he's not been at this weight since the age of eight. 18, and we all know what happens to our bodies uh, as, as you progress through life, you know, it's harder to shift weight, I mean mm. you've also got Connor Ben coming up, you know, he says he walks around as, as, as a middleweight, Yeah. so um, he, he essentially, what he's saying is not going to be too much, and not an issue for him to get to 157, but it, it, for me, and I can't shake it and, I, and this is where we don't sort of agree with this I, I, I can't shake the weight disparity
0: but what do you think on it rob well i don't on the night i don't think there'll be that much between them um believe it or not because and i'm not i'm not a big fan of rehydration clauses because i think it's potentially dangerous sometimes uh, yeah. not being able to fully hydrate after you've weighed in um but it's in place um so not only i mean even when eubank's at middleweight let alone super middle he, he's at 160 um, mm. to come down to 157 and then the following morning, I'm not sure exactly the amount of pounds that he's allowed to put on, but it's not a lot. And, and that's at 11 o'clock the following morning. So he's going to have a very short window to rehydrate. Um, meanwhile, Conor Ben's going to be fresh. He's going to be healthy because um, he hasn't had to, to trim to 147 like he usually has to. So I think on the night, I don't think there'll be probably more than four, five, six pounds in it, which isn't a lot, really. Um, no, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. that natural size, isn't it? I mean, Eubank, you, you saw when they stood next to each other. Um, I, I completely agree with you. Um, and you know, UBank made a fantastic point, and it sounded like excuses, but he, I just think he was being honest. And he said, "I'm going to come in at about sixty percent on the fight <laughs> night and it will be enough." But he's not going to be one hundred percent, you know. He, he, not, you know, he has been fighting up at one six eight to come down to one five seven, and then not be allowed to rehydrate the following morning. You know that stacks towards Ben, but can Ben carry the power up to that? Uh, That's the thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and also Rob, I mean, I don't know whether it's just me, but do you reckon Eubank, Do you reckon his mindset's in the right place? He seems a bit blasé, a bit. You know, yeah, I'm. You know, I'm going to train. I haven't been training as hard, but you know, it won't take me long. He, he just seems a bit
0: I, I don't, with I don't think he's like... taking it very seriously. No, I think he, he thinks he, it's he, going to be easy.
1: He, he just seems a little bit sort of like fed up with it and like, yeah, let's get on with it. But you know, if you look at Eubank, he, he I'm sure he had some offers coming in from America for some fighters in America who were calling him out and saying. Mm. You know, and and also you've got Ben who could have taken his own path, at his weight, you know, at welterweight, and and mm. and it's just it it seems to me like these two have just their heads have been turned. What? There's been conversations have been had, and then I think you know dollar signs have been shown, and they've gone, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. you know, like sort. Of, it almost what? seems like a like they're stopping the clocks on their career, and they're going to have this. I'm, I'm going to say it, and I'm not going to like it, but this exhibition
0: bout. It's not you know, an exhibition. There's no. It's not an exhibition. I mean, <laughs> Conor Ben has got loads of time. How old is he? Twenty-four. Like he's got time. It's it, it's more on Eubank if anything. Um, but he's he's cashing in. Um, Conor Ben has got years ahead of him, and he can't. In a way, he can't lose because he's expected to get beat by Eubank anyway. And if he does, fair play. He's earned a few million quid. He goes back down to one four seven, and he carries on with his career at the the weight and pursues a um a world title, Eubank. I don't know what he's playing at. He, I mean, he could have taken a world. He keeps banging on. Oh, I want anyone with a belt, and then he, then he takes on a, you know, what's going to be a pumped up welterweight. I mean, that's on Eubank to be honest. Um, I just think Eubank has everything to lose, and and Ben has nothing to lose whatsoever. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I just I, I think I think it'd be a good fight. I really do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got no doubt it'll be, I mean, there is intrigue there, there is definitely intrigue, it's going to be a it's interesting to see what comes of this this feud, and a lot of it is being sold on the basis of, you know, this sort of nostalgia of, course, of, yeah, of, yeah. of, of Chris Eubank and Nigel Benn going at it in the sort of early 90s or sort of late 80s, but it was... I mean, if if you look at it from from that side of you, and if you look at it from entertainment and what it does for boxing, you can sort of, from my side, you can sort of let it slip and say, well, yeah, let's just enjoy it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have said to me this week, they've said, you know, why don't you just like shut up and enjoy it? <laughs> I said that to so you and, didn't and, I? And, and, and do, <laughs> you know what? I mean, there there's there's a good chunk of me that says that, uh, but there's also this side of me that can't sort of, you know, just throw will you off buy
0: the it? Well, no. God, i bet you will i, mean, I, know, I bet I you mean, will
1: no 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 no. i mean i'll, I'll watch it i will watch it yeah,
0: okay. yeah. um the, the one thing as well is um whilst there's a lot of i understand you're not the only person a lot of people are criticizing this fight and for the same reasons and fair enough like everyone has their own opinions like um doesn't mean mine's right <laughs> you know it's, um, no, it's no, just no, one no. of them and but you got if you remember the brook khan fight everyone was like oh, it's too late won't watch that two washed up fighters um Fight week, it it was a beast, wasn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. everyone wanted to watch the um the press conferences, um the weigh in, and and the, on the night. Oh my god, like it was just incredible. Um, was, I, and, 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 and I and, feel and, and I, this I, will ride that crest of a wave again. And I, I do agree with you, Rob. It was,
1: you know, you won't forget it, will you? It was, mm. it, it was the atmosphere, it was the charged crowd, you know, it was, it was the singing, the chanting, and it. it and it was the end, the outcome in the end with Kilbrook is. I do agree with you that this is an event, and it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be scintillating to to see. And you know, there's nostalgia attached to it. But um, do you, do you give Ben any chance? No, I, I no no, I don't.
0: No, no I, I mean, no, I I would like. I, I could. I mean, it'd be amazing if Ben could do it. But no, I, I think that's one thing we do agree on. That U goes in there as a ridiculous favourite.
1: Yeah, I, I I I really like Conor Ben, and I think in his last three three fights he's looked fantastic. I mean, he's looked pushing towards towards you know towards world title fights. Yeah, I just think I just think this one is an opportunity that he's taken. I think Eubank knows his way around a boxing ring enough to keep out of Conor Ben's ferocious attacks. I think he'll hold. I think he'll. He'll nullify Eubanks' ferocity and then just box box his head
0: off enough to win on points. But if Ben catches him <laughs> and that power carries up, does he hurt him? Like, that's the big question, isn't it?
1: I feel I I, I think Conor Ben's going to have moments. I think there's going to be moments where, you know, everyone's going to be screaming at, you know, the TV or, or screaming in the stadium because Conor's going to sort of, you know, counter and be on top of him, and I think there's going to be moments, but I, I just don't think he's going to get him out of there.
0: No, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. I'm just being devil's advocate really. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the only one, and I know people say, oh, you can't compare them, but um, only um I'm only comparing this to another fight because of the weight discrepancy was when Kelbrook Brook went from welterweight up to middleweight to fight Golovkin, and I remember afterwards Golovkin said, no, nah, he didn't hurt me, his power didn't carry, whereas Kelbrook Brook was actually quite a powerful welterweight, so I don't know whether it would be a similar situation with this and it just not Carrying, but um, and that's it, and 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 mm. exactly
1: that. And and I think I've mentioned on podcasts before, and it's a quote that I will bring back. And it was Triple G's, uh, held the microphone after you know, sort of um, bludgeoning Kel Brook to defeat. And the first words that came out of his mouth was, He's not a middleweight,
0: agreed. Yeah, and yeah. And,
1: and, and and you know, I've, I think, and I'm not being a party pooper, I think we're going to see a similar thing when uh, eubank and ben meet but it would not it wouldn't surprise
0: me i mean i I know we've we've disagreed on the whole thing it is a circus but mate i love circuses so it's all good um but yeah I, i don't know I'll, do you know what? If um, if it t- if it turns around, it looks like a complete exhibition. I'll I'll come on this part and I say I'm sorry, mate. That was an <laughs> exhibition, and go, um, and I'll get you I'll get you a, a non-alcoholic alcoholic beverage.
1: There we go. Can you hear that sports song? Listen, we've got the the bet is on. Uh, myself <laughs> and Rob are up against it for the U Bank kind of Ben fight. Now, what else have we got this week? We've it's been busy on the world of Twitter boxing, hasn't it, Rob? And what have yeah. we had coming our way? I'm sure there was a
0: a, a very uh. A good question you put out to uh, the, uh, the public yeah well um it went well last time when we put it out about um of course i can't even remember what oh, i was uh, boxing myths wasn't it um, oh, yeah and we got a big response well this week um we put out a question saying um what is uh it was well, put, what is the worst um boxing cliche now obviously yeah. that's open to interpretation whether you think it's a good one the worst one etc um and um yeah, brilliant. <laughs> some brilliant... You've been through them today as well, haven't you? Yeah, um, no, they, they, they were fantastic. Some are funny. Some you you will or won't agree with as well because um, they're they're all cliches. But whether or not they're good or, or bad, um, Troy Williamson um, was one of the first to reply, and he just put, "I was robbed." <laughs> yeah, that's a good
1: one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Everyone says it, don't they? After
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had one here from uh, Liam D ninety one who put. Going out on your shield, that's a good one. And I, I use that one a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I, I must say, there was a few looking through and I'm, I'm like, oh God, I use that. I use that. I use <laughs> yeah, that. One.
0: get guilty. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, Boxing Lady 88, um, she's actually very good value um, on, on Boxing Twitter now and again. So uh, yeah, give her a follow. Um, and she's put, I'm going to use one that's used um, often on IFL TV, was brutally honest. Brutal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had um, Rack Rat Noble. Um, a lot of people on boxing Twitter know Rack. He does the um, talk. His tweet a couple of times a week. Very, very oh, good. Yeah. Get right. involved yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and he said, "You don't play boxing, but yet there is an entire YouTube division within the sport." <laughs> <laughs> Which is but, true. Very good. Um, um, Leah Pebbles um, has said um, they are going to be very special after two fights
1: yeah that always happens doesn't it
0: yeah um, how many times have we heard that yeah dan uh, uk underscore fight night said this has come up in one of the myths as well was i'm in the shape of my life best camp ever yeah
1: yeah it did didn't it that, that did come up in the myths didn't it
0: yeah yeah um this is a good one actually matthew hmvn he said um when people are scoring um, referring to scoring criteria for rounds is um in inverted commas it's what you like
1: yeah that's very true um
0: yeah.
1: You hear that all the time, don't you? You know, they, yeah. they come to the end of the, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's what you like. Yeah. The come forward fighter or the stand back and counter.
0: I, I do agree with that to an extent, but surely um, <laughs> if, if it was a case of it's what they like, then if you were an aggressive fighter against a naturally defensive one, surely you just get a load, of <laughs> a load of judges in that you know like the aggressive nature.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's
0: open to um to abuse, size, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: well, so I, I, I think the one I put on there was um was he's had a great uh amateur pedigree, yeah. and I, I always find that you know because they we as we all know an amateur pedigree does put you in good stead in, in the sport of boxing. But we've also seen many
0: great amateurs not mm. quite
1: make it at the uh, the pro game, haven't we?
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. um I mean, we were talking the other week about um, some Olympic gold medalists that didn't go on to win world titles and, and vice versa, you know. So, uh, yeah, we yeah, yeah great, very, off. very good one. um uh, Turning point on, on Boxing Twitter, another popular uh, Boxing Twitter account. um he, <laughs> This one got me. <laughs> he said, in inverted commas, a fight for the fans. Aka two bums who can't win world titles just laying into each other. Indeed. Yeah. yeah and,
1: and yeah, that, those fights do uh, crop up from time to time, don't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything boxing again, another great boxing Twitter page. Get, gets a lot, a lot of exclusives out that people don't have access to, which is great. Yeah. Um, he said it's um, uh, my worst boxing cliche is that every fighter who's good uh, but can't land a big fight is classed as avoided when that ne- not necessarily is the case. Haha. <laughs> well we, uh, we, yeah,
1: yeah, we spoke about that didn't we earlier with on the yeah. undercard.
0: So. Styles Make Fights was another one by Jamie Lynch. I love that one. It's yeah. my favorite. I think Everyone says that, and I think that in a build-up to most fights, that that is used. Um, yeah. And then um, last couple, um, Chris Lloyd uh, from DAZN. I was very happy that he replied. This <laughs> actually, this actually got um, the most likes because it was a very, <laughs> a very long cliche. And I don't know who he was referring to, but I think feel like Chris needed to get something off his chest with this one. So he's put got <laughs> um, uh, the big <laughs> boxing cliche: is fighters who claim I'm the most avoided in the sport. Whilst privately requesting very specific notice periods against opponents under different promotional banners for an amount of money that's 75% above their market value. So I hope you feel better, Chris, after uh, that little rant. Um, and, you know, it's, it's true. It's cool. It is true. Some
1: listeners to, can we work out which boxer he's talking about? Because he's obviously he's clearly uh isolating one there, isn't he?
0: Well, Tony Bell, you commented on that with like um like an eyes emoji. So I don't know if they've been chatting or I don't know who they're on about. But it is actually very true. Um, fighters will say, oh, they don't they don't want any of this, but yet they'll try and price themselves out of it to make it look like they're being avoided. So it's actually a very 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 valid point. Um, yeah, to okay. be fair. So um and the last one, uh, Tom Gray from um Ring Magazine said. To be the champ, you have to beat the champ, um, implying that you have to do more than just win.
1: But that 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 came up um, last week.
0: On and, the myths, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I love that one. I agree with it as well. I think yeah. we spoke about it on the podcast last time. Yeah, To
0: yeah. be yeah, I'll, I'll repeat that again. So to be the champ, you have to beat the champ. Well, obviously you have to beat the champ. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's just they ha- they're implying that you have to do more than that, than just win. Um, which again, it's a very very grey area, isn't it? Yeah. It is. So yeah, thank you so much to everyone that um, contributed to that absolutely
1: uh sport to song listeners thanks again for getting involved with the uh, the twitter uh, accounts it is it's great fun it's great to interact with everyone and we are looking to do more twitter spaces as well to discuss up-and-coming fights and stuff going on in the world of boxing is there anything else we want to touch on rob but we've got uh no, joyce, I think joyce parker coming up in manchester we want to touch on that quickly i mean i think we might have spoken about it last week but yeah yeah, it's. I mean, where where are we seeing that one going, Joyce?
0: Parker? Um, I, I, I lean to Parker just on the experience. Um, he's been in with better company. Um, Joyce is still. I think I said it after he beat um Hammer. There's a big um. Well, I was gonna say question mark, but there's um the jury's out for me with Joyce at the minute. Um, just because he hasn't been in with the, you know, a, a certain level of um heavyweight just yet. That's not me yeah. putting him down. I just um I just haven't seen. What I need to see to class him as a you know a top five, top six heavyweight just yet, but you could, and I've got I've got I'll have no issue with that. I really like Joe Joyce.
1: Yeah, and I think what we'll do is in the next. Uh, podcast as we come towards that we'll obviously look at what happened on saturday night with you and joshua yes and we'll go into more detail around the joe joyce and uh, joseph parker fight uh, you know canelo
0: sport... will be coming up as well exactly. So
1: exactly we've got loads and loads coming up sport song listeners again thank you very much for listening to the podcast if you can subscribe to it it does help us and follow us on twitter we're very grateful aren't we rob
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um keep getting involved. And um, if you ever want to come on as well and just have a chat on like the the general um the general pod, just give us a shout and we'll have you on. Indeed.
1: Listen, sports song listeners, thanks very much again and we shall see you in the next round. Take Thank care. Thank you very
0: much. Cheers.